So most of you probably already know what to do. You know exactly what you need to eat. You know exactly how to snack, how to improve your sleep. You have all the tools, read all the books, but there's something inside that just doesn't have the motivation. Like you just don't want to do all those things or when you need to do all those things, you realize that you're procrastinating, like they come the last in your schedule. That means you lack of motivation and that comes from your subconscious reasons. Welcome to the Mind Over Body podcast. This is your host and certified hypnotherapist, B. Thank you for joining me today. Until now, you tried many things, probably. So if you've been listening to the podcast, probably you already tried the snacking, eating three meals a day with two snacks in between. Probably you've been working out, probably you worked on your sleep, I hope. You did everything, but you still have hard times losing weight. If you're at this stage, there may be other things that we need to look further deeper down. For example, if you're in a stage where you work out very consistently, like doing the 10k steps and eating as healthy as you can intuitively by understanding your body, by accepting your body and adjusting yourself according to what your body likes and what your body deserves. And still you find yourself in the same weight or even if you lose weight, you are not more than 10 pounds less. There may be other things that are actually stopping you from moving forward. From my experience, these usually come from the subconscious mind because our subconscious mind really dictates our actions. And some psychologists or psychiatrists refer to this as the emotional part of the brain. So the subconscious mind holds the emotions, the memories, all the feelings, and those actually create our actions. So most of you probably already know what to do. You know exactly what you need to eat. You know exactly how to snack, what you need to do before you sleep, how to improve your sleep. You have all the tools. You listened all the podcasts, read all the books. But there's something inside that just doesn't have the motivation. Like you just don't want to do all those things or when you need to do all those things, you realize that you're procrastinating, like they come the last in your schedule or you just rather postpone it to tomorrow. You just rather do a little cheating just before that. That means you lack of motivation and that probably comes from your subconscious reasons. Even at the times that we think that we consciously make our decisions, the subconscious mind actually makes the decisions about 10 seconds before. So you may think that you have your willpower. You may think that you made the decision on a conscious way, like you thought about it, you weighed the cons and pros, and you came to a conclusion. But in reality, that decision came from your subconscious urges and subconscious temptations. This is why I think understanding the subconscious mind is really, really important. But many people lack confidence when it comes to weight loss, like why they can't do it by themselves. 
why they don't have the motivation, even though they know what to do, is usually because of a few reasons that come from the subconscious mind. Number one, and the very most common one, is experiencing a significant life change. So this may be um, you just gave birth to a baby and then you couldn't lose your weight right after that. Or this can be you lost your job and after that you started gaining weight significantly. Or this can be after you went through an accident or you hurt somewhere and your mobility got changed, you start gaining weight. So all these can be a reason why your subconscious mind decided to eat more or lean towards the decisions that will make you overweight. So this is one of the reasons a significant life change that took place in your life and probably, most probably, the strong emotions that you encountered at that time got kind of got stuck in the subconscious mind, especially if they're not dealt in the right way, if you didn't get support, if you didn't even acknowledge that you had those emotions. The body needs to do something. The mind needs to let go of those emotions or find a way to distract you from those emotions. And usually, that distraction is, unfortunately, food, eating something, filling your mouth, chewing and keeping your mind busy, keeping your mind on weight loss so you don't have to think about those heavy and painful emotions and memories. Number two, the most common reason why people don't have motivation to lose weight is traumatic childhood experiences. So this may seem like many people, when they come to my hypnotherapy sessions, they say, you know, I don't hold any of those anymore. I'm past them. I forgave those people who made me experience those. But in reality, even though you did consciously forgave them, even though that doesn't affect your day-to-day life consciously, the subconscious mind is still holding those memories. The smells that belong to that experience, the feeling that belongs to that experience. And that creates that unconscious temptation that makes you make the wrong choices or have less motivation. So you keep finding yourself circling around the same areas. Even though these memories and emotions seem to be way in the past, they are still, they they affected your life so significantly that maybe you developed anxiety later in life. For example, unfortunately, some people, when they experience sexual abuse in their childhood, they gain weight so they don't look attractive. People don't pay attention to them. They They can become invisible in their own mind. So these are some reasons why the subconscious mind may believe that being overweight can be protective for you, or the subconscious mind can use being overweight as a way of distraction. The subconscious mind may want to protect you so you don't have to go over similar experiences again and being overweight may somehow, in your subconscious thinking, protect you from any of those negative experiences. So this would be the number two reason that I encounter very often having traumatic childhood experiences. It can be anything from verbal abuse to physical abuse to sexual abuse, unfortunately. Unless you change the subconscious 
coding of these events, subconscious memories of these events, or resolve it in the subconscious level. Even though you worked through it consciously, probably you've been to therapy, probably you talked about this to someone, even if you didn't, and you believe that you worked through it consciously, it may have its traces in the subconscious mind. And number three would be simply having a negative self-image in your subconscious mind. Maybe growing up, you weren't abused, but you were maybe neglected by your parents. Or maybe you constantly heard from your parents that you can't do that, you are not good enough. Like maybe you've been talked down by your very own parents and that kind of proved your mind or showed you that you're not that important after all. You're not that lovable or you're not that valuable after all. Actually, we establish these kind of beliefs when we are growing up until about nine years old. And the way that our mind makes sense is by taking in whatever is given to us. And that's usually what we hear from our parents, what we hear from our siblings, what we see from our culture, our school, our society. For example, a child who has been picked on at school or someone, a a child who has been laughed at after a school performance or after the child got sick in the school can start establishing a negative idea about self because after all, if everyone is laughing at me, not everyone is going to be wrong, right? So I must be the wrong one type of belief system. Or if no one is accepting me, I must be the wrong one. I must be not lovable. So the child starts accepting the idea that you're not lovable. And this idea and this belief comes throughout our lives. And when you want to lose weight, and when you think that you're not worth it, you're not lovable, you are not enough, that takes away from your motivation because, okay, say you lost weight, what is going to change in my life? or you don't love yourself in the first place. To understand the difference, think of someone that you love in your life. Maybe your parents or your kids or your partner, whoever it may be. And just think of how you treat to that person. Anytime they ask you something, you probably do sacrifices for them. You probably help them in any way you can. If they tell you that they don't like themselves, you probably tell them all the reasons why they should be liking themselves. Or think of all the great things that you would be willing to do for this person. And now take that perspective and look at yourself with that perspective. And now maybe you can see the difference how you've been looking at yourself all this time in compared to someone that you truly love. That's what true love is because it comes from your heart and it comes from a point of compassion and acceptance unconditionally. That's why I really talked about accepting your body unconditionally so that you have the motivation inside. You have your body working for you within. And if you don't accept yourself, if you don't love yourself inside, you won't prioritize yourself. You will always put yourself at the last place and next thing you know, your day is done. So if you prioritize your kids, your husband, your work and all the chores over yourself, you're going to realize the day is done and you didn't even prepare your meals. Imagine your kids told you they want to eat fries and uh, cookies 
and you forgot to prioritize yourself and you ended up eating those foods with them because you just you were just so tired after all to prepare something for yourself. One of the important things that would show you if you truly are ready to accept yourself is number one, prioritizing yourself. Number two, working with your subconscious self-image. And number three, accepting yourself however you are, with whatever you enjoy, with whatever you don't enjoy, whatever you're great at and whatever you suck at. Number three, the most common reason why people have hard times with losing weight by themselves would be having a negative self-image in their subconscious mind. So what do we do in these cases? Say you had either one of these belief systems or maybe another thing that I don't know yet or maybe something more rare than these three. You can still lose weight, of course, because you are an unlimited person and you are still can create the body and the mind that you deserve for yourself. But at times it may be beneficial to ask for an additional outside help to move through these belief systems quicker and easier. And that's why, of course, as a hypnotherapist, I would recommend trying hypnotherapy because during hypnotherapy, we work directly with the subconscious mind. We work through these belief systems, the subconscious associations that are related to your weight gain. So that can be a great option. That's why people don't take as long time as if they would use other techniques for weight loss. And additionally, when people lose weight with hypnotherapy, they maintain that weight loss because now they have subconscious mind that supports them. They have a healthy lifestyle that supports them. So they don't have to go back to eating more when they, going, they are going through a hard time in their life. Another thing, if you want to do this on your own, and if you feel that you have the power, and I, I know you do, it's just a matter of acknowledging and being persistent and repeating the positive behaviors, I would recommend trying self-hypnosis. So I think I discussed about self-hypnosis in the previous episodes. Self-hypnosis is very similar to meditation, but it's also very similar to hypnosis. It's basically a hypnotic state, a light state of hypnosis that is on your control and you create the hypnotic state by organizing your thoughts and you give yourself suggestions or images, like the positive images that can help you change these belief systems that you have. One thing to watch out for is sometimes when we are in the problem, it's hard to see outside of the problem. So in those cases, you may want to still get help from an outside source, whether it's a therapist or hypnotherapist, whoever it may be. But for regulating your eating patterns, for improving your negative self-image, for releasing negative emotions, self-hypnosis has been really, really helpful. It's 100% on your pace. You can repeat it as frequently as you want. And actually, the more you repeat it, the stronger it becomes because it's kind of a conditioning process. So for example, although I'm a hypnotherapist, I do self-hypnosis still every single day. And it became so much easier for me recently because I just use my keywords and I go into a hypnotic state and then I give myself positive suggestions. So you can do the same thing 
and start seeing positive results on your weight, on your thinking, on your eating, or even having enough motivation to work out. Basically, increasing your motivation towards the things that you already know that you have to do. It's very simple. There are so many instructions for self-hypnosis online, but I do give self-hypnosis class. If you like to check it out, you can find the link in the episode notes. It's a very easy class and then you just need to learn it once and you just need to repeat it at home. And again, the more you repeat it, the stronger it becomes and it just becomes a matter of time until you see the success that you want. And I know this because I actually stopped biting my nails by using self-hypnosis. It took me two to three months. So it was a persistent work, really knowing and trusting the process of self-hypnosis And after two to three three months, my mind was over nail biting. And that really showed me a few things. It showed me that my mind is so much powerful than I think. It also showed me I don't have to get stuck with something just because it's been around in my life. And also it opened the door for me to discover what else do I want to change in my life? How powerful is that? Imagine you can lose weight with self-hypnosis and you start discovering your potential is unlimited whether you find it through an online resource whether you join to my class and I would love to have you I highly recommend trying it as we come towards the end of this first season In the next episodes, we are going to have a few success stories that can show you how hypnotherapy can be really helpful and also what they did that helped them most importantly. So you hear it from someone who shares a similar perspective to you. I'm very grateful to have you and I'm looking forward to hearing more of your feedback. So if you have any questions, if you want to share something with me, please feel free to email me at begum at b-hypnotize.com or visit www.mindoverbodypodcast.com.